Good evening, everyone. In the famous words of the great <clears throat> Mike Greenberg, I, rather than we, are back and better than ever. Um, welcome back to the Nosebleed section. I appreciate you for listening. Thank you for stopping by. Um, hope everybody out there is doing well and fine on this here Tuesday. Uh, I think this episode going to be talking some NFL, man. I'm super excited preseason. It's I get excited for preseason. I don't know. It's weird. I can only watch a couple of the games. You, know, you watch them until I really, or at least I do. I watch them until, you know, your Zach Wilsons and stuff come out. And then I kind of get a little disinterested towards late in the games, but excited that they're coming. Um, ex- excited to see some of the, the top rookies. Obviously, Zach Wilson, I've been hearing words that he's having a little struggle in training camp. That's what the radio was saying today. But I'm excited, man. Football is back. I think today was 30 days. 30 days from kickoff when the Bucks hand the Cowboys their first loss of the season because the Bucks are the best and the Cowboys are always going to figure out a way to screw it up. Um, so, yeah, man, kicking it off. Uh, again, like I said, you know, we're excited to see some of the rookies. wonder what some of the rookies are going to do. Um, I'm really excited, man, because one team and just going to kind of run through some of the divisions and look at some of the teams who may be interesting, uh, who, who I think maybe wins those divisions. Um, but one quarterback that has me interested in seeing, I want to see how much they play him in the preseason. And what he looks like is Tua down there in Miami. Because I really think the Dolphins have a roster. I really like the coach. And I think the Dolphins have a roster that is Super Bowl caliber. They got names everywhere, right? They're still in a good spot. And I really thought when the until the whole drama with the allegations on the legal side of the Deshaun Watson thing. But from the moment that I heard that Deshaun Watson wanted out of Houston, I, I was screaming like Miami, you better package some of them first round picks and send them to Houston to get Deshaun Watson down in Miami because obviously Deshaun Watson's great. And that team is loaded. I think they're almost sitting like the bucks were, in, in a little different scenario, but I think a lot like the Bucks were a year ago. You know, the year we, we come in and won the Super Bowl with Tom Brady, we were quarterback away. I think the Dolphins are in that same category. And I think that Tua, I don't know, I just got this weird feeling about him. Um, I kind of like him. Uh, I, I think he's going to be – is he going to be, like, as good as, say, a Russell Wilson or a Drew Brees, like people have thrown out there? <clears throat> Maybe. Only time will tell. I think he's got the arm talent too. Um, I think he's just a naturally good thrower of the football. I think Alabama fools you though, because their offensive quarterbacks out of Alabama, their offensive line is always so good, right? And their receivers are always so good for the last decade. You know, they have name after name coming out in the wide receiver spot, name after name coming out of the O line spot from there. So, you know, it's kind of easy throwing to wide open guys. So I don't know. They kind of fool you a little bit maybe, but I think, I think if Tua can grow, right, the Dolphins got a really good roster. Um, the Dolphins got a really good roster. They're young. I think they could be a team that could sneak around. Now, I don't think they win the division. Obviously that's 
Buffalo's division to lose, barring injury, Buffalo should run away with that division. They'll probably – I don't know. I haven't looked at their their full schedule, but, I mean, they're an easy you – know, you can book them for 11 wins, I'm sure. Um, so, I think Buffalo takes that division. Cam Newton, how many, how many games does Cam Newton start before Mac Jones is in? I think either way you see him. Maybe not. I just don't I don't know if if Cam's ever gonna be Cam anymore. Like he had the one glimpse, I think it was what the first or second game last year. Had a good throwing game, had a good running game, scored four touchdowns. Um but after that it's just not good. And I don't know if it's the shoulder, if he's just beat up. I I don't know what it is with Cam. But I just I mean, when he's healthy, I think he's still one of the most productive quarterbacks in the league with how versatile he is and how big he is. But I just don't know if he's that guy throwing the football anymore. He never really was like that crazy talented throw of the football, but he could definitely get it done. He could definitely get it done, moving it with his legs, throwing it around that way. So, um, but I think, I don't think he's going to play very good, unfortunately. I think if like the Patriots start out one and three, right? They start looking into him. And mm-hmm. they play the Dolphins to open the season. They lose that game. Then they're at the Jets. I think they're, they're going to win that game. Then it's the Saints and then the Bucks. Both of them at home. And I think they lose both of those games, depending on how good the Saints quarterback situation is. But Taysom Hill looked great last year and the little mini stretch that he had. But even then, okay, say they start two and two, but you know Cam doesn't look good. Is that something where you see Mac Jones? I mean, the next game would be at the Texans. I don't know how good they're going to be. Then the Cowboys at home, and then the Jets at home. I mean, I don't know. Because I do think that, you know, sitting behind and being and being coached by Nick Saban, I think Mac Jones and then going into Bill Belichick, they have a good friendship. Bill Belichick got all the scouting he needed for Mac Jones while he was down there in Alabama. You know, Nick Saban, I'm sure, and him had many text conversations about Mac Jones. So I think he's got all the talent there. Um, but who knows? I think I think I think if the Patriots even skid to two and two, maybe you see Mac Jones, just kind of depending on how much Bill believes in him. Um, Jets, I think, are still going to be not good. I like Robert Sala as a head coach. Well, we'll see how he does as a head coach, but I like him as a coach, right? Um, I think he's got a good head on his shoulders. I think that was a good hire by them. I think they're on the right path, you know, but they're the Jets. You know, you, it's kind of like the Browns. You just got to see it. Um, I think the Browns are taking the North. We'll see how Pittsburgh looks. Pittsburgh always a good team. I mean, Mike Tomlin, Hall of Fame coach. They're just a world-class organization. They're probably the most, like, realistically, if you look at, like, standard, right, Standard across NFL football of like, if you can mirror your franchise, 
like any franchise. It might be the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? They've had three head coaches since like, I don't know, the mid-60s or the late-60s. Obviously, the same owners. They're one of the original. I mean, the history. They got six championships. Model franchise. But I just think the Browns, It's. I think it's going to be the Browns' time. I don't, I, <clears throat> we'll see how much they incorporate and try to incorporate the passing game. I think they need to be run heavy again. I think even if teams know that they're going to be run heavy, uh, mm-hmm. I think you can run some play action passes out of that, some bootleg stuff out of that, that, that Baker can move around in. But I just hope they stay coarse with that because I, I still think that running the football and playing defense will win you a championship in the NFL still to the day. Now you're going to have – Kansas City is nuts, right? Sometimes they're just going to outscore you. The Broncos from back in the day were, you know, could just outscore you, even though the year that they won it, it was all in their defense. Um, but ultimately, at the end of the day, being able to run the football, control the clock, play the game at your pace, keep your defense rested, that's going to win you football games. So I think with the with the two excellent backs they got, good solid line. Hopefully for the Browns case and Browns fans and the Browns team, Odell Beckham or blah, Odell Beckham Jr. keeps his head on right. Um, we don't have him fighting kicking nets and all that jazz. I think knowing that they're going to be a run heavy team and then having another superstar on the other side and Jarvis Landry, you know, how do those, how do those receptions hold up? How do they, you know, split those up? Is he going to be okay with that? I think he is ultimately if they're winning. Right, which I think the Browns are going to do. I think as thing as long as they're winning, and Odell can see a potential championship in his future, I think you see him be cool. And I really think they're going to get the touches to him too. I mean, he's a weapon, right? You can't not you can't not get the ball to Odell to Odell Beckham, and then it's going to even free up Jarvis Landry, obviously, because you have to pay more attention to Odell Beckham. And they still got names everywhere, um, and David Njoku and and. Uh, they signed Austin Hooper or traded for Austin Hooper late in the year or something like that. So I mean, good, two, two good tight ends. They got two good receivers. They got two good running backs. They got an offense. So I think ultimately they'll take, um, they'll take the North. I'm really worried for Joe Burrow already having the ACL injury. Yikes. They didn't do any, uh, the Panay the you know, not drafting Panay when he was there. I get it. You know, Jamar chase and the, LSU thing and really good, but you ain't gonna have Joe Burrow long if you don't protect him. So I kind of worry for him. The Ravens are gonna be good. Oh, the poor Colts. I thought the Colts were gonna really contend and maybe even win the division until Carson Wentz goes down. So the Titans will finish that up. I wonder how good Trevor Lawrence is going to be, though. Could Trevor Lawrence do something like Justin Herbert did last year? Throw for 4,000 yards, 30-plus touchdowns. And Justin Herbert threw for 15, 12, 10, 12, 15-ish interceptions this past year. But Justin Herbert was lighting them up. Lighting them up. I think Trevor Lawrence has the arm talent, but it's it's you know one of those things, the first year. It's either, you know, I think the, the potential is there. I think Jacksonville, Jacksonville is one of those weird teams where I think they got, I don't know if it's, they got like, they got names that 
I feel like every week, right? When I look, I play like a lot of daily fantasy, a lot of FanDuel. I look at like Chenault and some of the some of the players on Jacksonville, and I look at like, man, I really want to pick them, but you just never know how they're <laughs> what that's going to look like. And the weeks I didn't pick them, they pop off, and the weeks I did, they didn't. So I think I think Jacksonville's got some talent around. I kind of like the team. They're an interesting team. I think they're an interesting team. I'll definitely be watching, you know, peeping some of the games and whatnot, depending on when they play versus when the Bucks play. Kansas City's taking the West. We don't need to talk anything about that. The Chargers are going to be good, though. The Chargers are going to contend. The Broncos, until they figure out a quarterback, won't. Um, the Cowboys are going to figure out a way to screw it up in the East, and I think Washington's going to take it. I really like what Ron Rivera – Ron Rivera's a hell of a coach, man. That dude can coach. You know, thank goodness he beat the cancer, it looks like. Hopefully that doesn't come back. Everything stays clear, and we're all good there. But being able to fight cancer and figure out a way to get your team to the playoffs, the first season you're there, after Carolina didn't believe in you no more and wanted to change the scenery, which sometimes a team needs. But hell of a job by Ron Rivera, right? So I think Washington's going to be strong, and they're going to be strong. Um. New York's going to be interesting too, man. Like I was saying, we'll see how Daniel Jones, if he makes that jump. But if he can make the jump, like you see a lot of these quarterbacks, these young quarterbacks, they make that jump from the second to the third year. I think if he can make that jump, um, I think you can see something. I don't want to call it special, right? But I think they could be a, a, a bothersome team. I think they could really make a run at some things and, and at least be a, a bug. In the East, I still think Washington pulls it out. I don't trust Dak, man. That that shoulder, I'm worried. I don't. I think they're. I don't think it's as as healthy as they say it is. And I hope for Dak that it's healthy. But I, I you know. Green Bay takes the North, and the Bucks take the South. And that's that. But some of the, you know, I'm excited to see how Trevor Lawrence does. Obviously, we all the all the quarterbacks, right? You get really you get really juiced up about those dudes, and and want to see how they do. I was hearing again on just listening to sports radio that people are really concerned about Zach Wilson. Like he was kind of deer in the headlights and in training camp and they had some like live footage and NFL network cut to, and he was slinging balls everywhere, but not in receivers hands. So that would be, you know, that's a little interesting. Um, I think another game to watch too. Uh, obviously my is going to be on the Bucks game week one. I'm excited for those. But they have got Carolina matched up against the Jets in Carolina, which, by the way, if you're in a survivor pool, I think that's your pick. I think that's your pick for that week. Um, Sam Darnold, his first time in NFL history where a top three draft pick will face a top three draft pick that replaced him on the same team. So I think that's going to be fun and interesting. But Thursday, Washington and New England, and then Philadelphia, Pittsburgh. So we'll see some Mac Jones on Thursday night. Excited for that. Want to see what that looks like. Um, I just want to see the Washington roster right now. Because Ryan Fitzpatrick, I I think, can get it done. I think Taylor Heineke, did he – was that a fluke? Was that Bucks game a fluke? A couple games before that, the couple games I've seen him play, were those flukes, or is that like 
can he make that a more consistent thing? Because he may be able to beat old Fitzy out. But if Fitzy plays the way like he was playing in Miami, the defense this team is going to have, you know, you put up 21 points, 24 points, I give him 24 points, you can win some games. They added my dude Adam Humphreys. And Terry, you know, they obviously have Terry and Curtis Samuel. They got some talent, man. They got some talent. So we'll see. We'll see what goes on there. But if you had to ask me to bet any kind of money on the NFC East, I'm taking Washington. I think I'm taking Washington there. I'm really excited, too, for Tampa, right? I was saying before the draft, I was really, really hoping that Kyle Trask would fall to Tampa because I think Kyle Trask is going to be a really good quarterback in the NFL, and I want him on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because I think he's the future, right? I think the dude is the future. And he has zero issues sitting behind Tom Brady. I'm sure he would – He he's walked into – you couldn't ask Kyle Trask what better situation he would want to walk into. Because for most rookie quarterbacks, everybody knows, if you follow football, that – Walking into a starting position right away as a rookie quarterback ain't always the nicest of things to do and and best and easiest of things to do. But when you come to a loaded roster, a young loaded roster, who has a really good GM, who is really good at working the cap and, and keeping and making good solid draft picks to replace whatever players that you may lose, right, and to sit behind Tom Brady for a couple of years, even if it's just this year. Because I don't know if Tom Brady, if, if the Bucks do it and the Bucks go back to back, which call me biased, but that's my vote. If the Bucks do pull it off and go back to back, does Tom Brady just at that point say, I've got eight, I'm done. Nobody's going to touch that as a, as a singular quarterback and right off into the sunset as a, on top as a champion? Or does he do it one more year? Because I think the contract goes for one more year after this one. Or do they extend him? I can't remember. They, I know they reworked it. I don't know if they added a year or what. But it would either be up this year or he would have one more year. So, but even to sit behind him for this year, right? And if Tom knows or he's getting to that point where he, you know, I think Tom's in the in a part of his career where, yes, he's always going to have his preparation and he's always going to go through it. And maybe some of that is Kyle Trask watching what Tom Brady does versus, you know, Tom Brady always, you know, walking him along. But I think he's going to sit back and really teach Kyle Trask in the in the film room, in things like that, going, you know, out on the field and doing drills. I think Tom is really going to teach Kyle Trask some stuff, knowing that he's in the twilight of his career and he's only got a year or two left anyway. I think he would he would do that for Kyle. Right. And I think Kyle will soak that up. And I'm telling you, watch out. I don't think the Bucks are done. I don't think once Tom Brady leaves Tampa, whether it's this year or next year or whatever it is, I don't think the Bucks are done. I think with Kyle Trask, they're going to continue to be a playoff contending team. I think Kyle Trask is going to be is he going to be the best quarterback in the league? Probably not. Is he going to ever win an MVP? Probably not. But is he always going to be is he going to be he's going to make a few Pro Bowls? I think for sure. 
could he make a an all pro team, a second or a third team, a, a season or two? I think for sure. I think he's that capable. He had the best. What was it in in college before? Um, when he came in the year before, after we pulled Felipe Franks, he led the FBS from then on in almost every quarterback statistical category, to include Joe Burrow, right? And then coming into last year, he finished last year, if I'm not mistaken, first in the FBS in passing yards, one of the tops in passing touchdowns, one of the tops, if not the top, in QBR. Right? Well, he, he had a couple of bad games right in a row, and one of them, unfortunately, on live national TV in a bowl game where they got beat up by Oklahoma and he looked terrible. But beyond that, every other game that he had, he was – he was balling. He looked great. Eight straight games with five touchdowns, five passing touchdowns in, in the SEC is a record. Like he was lighting people up. The kid can throw the football. So I think the Bucks. I am super excited he fell. Right. I'm just super excited he fell to us. Right. I'll take I'll take Kyle Trask on a second round pick all day long, all day long because I think he's going to be a, I think he's going to be the quarterback of the future for the Bucks. I think he is. So some people may think different. That's their opinion, but I think he's going to be—he's going to be the future. He's going to be where it's at. Um, it really threw me off because I was expecting more games to be on Sunday, um, but they're all on Saturday. So there's that. We got one game on Sunday, Colts and, and Panthers, but everything else is on Saturday. I'll be on dad duty. The missus is uh, taking a little ladies trip down to Charleston, so we'll have a. Not working this weekend, so we'll be sitting there watching football. Let me check out that Miami-Chicago game because I'm really excited about Justin Fields. I think that's another quarterback that's going to come out and light it up. I think he is. And I know I said something about Trey Lance before and how I don't trust quarterbacks out of North Dakota State, but where it is, he's kind of good, at least having a good training camp. I mean, again, it's still training camp. They're not hitting each other and not a game and all that stuff. And you're in situational things that – you know, can make you look good, but um, peeping the Miami Chicago game. I'm going to peep that Jacksonville game to see Trevor Lawrence. I'm going to peep the the New York game to watch uh, old Zach Wilson. Obviously, I want to peep the Bucks game to watch Kyle Trask. I'm going to, have to dang seven seven thirty seven thirty. Huh. Be on the phone and the computer and the TV. Be flipping back and forth. Like I said, man, we're still. I got to still got to get that man. I'm. Uh, I work too, obviously, like everybody else. I don't get paid to do this because only got a couple of y'all. But anyway, um, I've been procrastinating. I'm gonna sit down and do it. Uh, make the Facebook page and things like that because I, I would for you know the couple of you that are listening. And again, I do appreciate it. If I could get some kind of, kind of reaction, just stuff to talk about, kind of what other people think, man, that'd be cool. Um, see what some of my other sports buddies are are thinking, and if they think I'm dumb or they think I'm, you know, kind of on point or whatever it may be, man. Any feedback is is appreciated. Um, but yeah, that's kind of that's going to be kind of about it for the day. Just kind of, you know, briefly going over some of the stuff in the NFL. Some of the things I'm excited about. Um, NFL is back, maybe thirty days, thirty days till official kickoff. Uh, again, when the Bucks are going to light up. <laughs> Light up Dallas on a Thursday night. Five primetime games. Welcome to uh, welcome to Tampa, Tom Brady. Look at you win a Super Bowl. 
don't think we've ever we didn't have five primetime games in like what five years maybe you get like the one like primetime game because it's a thursday because they got to give it to you like every team's got to get a what a thursday and a monday or something like that or a thursday and a sunday night and the bucks were like one and 15 two and 14 they were begging not to put them on television they blacked them out in tampa they were so bad they didn't even show them in tampa it was terrible terrible but yeah let's see they got the the opener on thursday primetime game patriots is a primetime game they got the Monday night game against the Giants. They got a Sunday night game against the uh, the Saints. Four. A bunch of 425 games, too. 405, 425 games. So late, you know, late games. One of the games that they pick, I guess, is the the top games of the, the week. I don't know. I'm excited, man. The Bucks have been bad for so long. All my nerd fans have been fans of other teams while they live in Tampa. I judge you a little bit. Still love you. But I judge you. You know who you are. Don't know why. Not homers. Oh, well. We're good now. We'll see how it all plays out, man. Don't know who has more uh, more of a loaded roster. I think the, the Bucks got the best roster. See how Joe Tryon. Tryon? Is it Joe Tryon? The the linebacker we drafted, our first pick. We had a, out of Washington. Heard some good things about him. Whew, I'm excited, guys. Football's around the corner. Anyway, I appreciate you guys again for listening. Um, love you. Tell somebody else you love them. Football is back. We'll probably go back over everything on Monday. Um, just recap what happened. See what has some of the games out. Hopefully, my lazy ass will have the uh, the Facebook up by then. So, for whoever wants to holler at me and and you know tell me your thoughts or whatnot. Um, anyhow. Hope you guys have a great night. I appreciate you guys again for listening. Love you. Bye. Peace.